Advent 4. Our journey through Advent has taken us from darkness that has allowed us to know our need for a savior. This awareness of need has grown as we've come to understand the gravity of the problem, hearing the prophets and John the Baptist, that we cannot solve it. We cannot save ourselves, but need help from outside of ourselves. Then last week, finally, finally, the Sunday of joy, we got close enough to Christmas that we, have, that we turned a corner and not only hope was more evident, but joy was prevalent throughout the readings. And here we are. It's a bit awkward for us. In a few short hours, we will be back here to celebrate, celebrate Christmas Eve. So how do we approach this moment? Our readings today give us a bit of framework of consideration. Our main characters in our readings are David and Mary, at least the human main characters. A conceptual main character is the word house. In our Old Testament reading, we hear it over and over again. And in our gospel reading, it's more figurative as Mary is told that she will carry or house Jesus through her pregnancy. We can contrast David and Mary through the concept of house. David is wanting to build a house for God, and Mary is being responsive to actually being a house for God. As David is sitting in his house in our Samuel reading, we understand that for him, as king, house implies stability, safety, security. For David, we further hear that since he's in his house, that he as king was given rest from all his enemies around about him. It's in this context that David wanted to build a house for God. David in his house becomes aware that God does not have a house, a place to habitate, to rest. I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent, he says. Here in today's gospel reading, Mary, a young woman in that time for both youth and gender, suffered oppressions, was powerless in contrast to David's powerfulness as king. And yet King David, who initiated building a house for God, was told to wait. And Mary, who does not initiate but is responsive, is to become literally a house for God. Where a king manipulates external surroundings through both destruction and construction to build a house, Mary, in contrast, does not initiate but responds, welcomes, and it is her internal world that has changed. The contrast is important, but not to imply as one is better over the other, but perhaps to note both for our benefit. Where are we like King David and to initiate in the external world for our God? And where are we like Mary, who welcomes, accommodates, and receives to be the house of God? For as Christians, God does dwell in us all. We are all God's house. We heard this in our collect for the day, as it asks that your son, Jesus Christ, at his coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for himself. There is beautiful both and and not either or here of initiate and respond to welcome God, initiate and respond. From David being told to wait to build a house for God to Mary housing Jesus through her pregnancy, we clearly see that God is not in a hurry to accomplish God's purposes. In fact, David, Mary, and this season of Advent all share 
of showing us that God is not in a hurry. David is told to wait in the building of a house of God, but promises to make David a house forever. Mary's pregnancy and Jesus coming as an infant show us God is not in a hurry to accomplish what God intends. God also in great detail is connecting the house of David to Mary as God moves to make her a house, fulfilling God's promise to David. And Advent, as a season through its traditional practices, shows value to darkness, slowing down, waiting. It's a time that requires great intentionality to stay in the waiting, stay in the dark, to not get ahead of the real time of anticipation. God makes and keeps promises in God's own timing. God is never late, but God is never early either. It's in this idea of unhurriedness or process that we can dial into today before we move on to Christmas and celebrating Christ's birth. In this season of seeing our need of saving and our limitations of not being able to save ourselves, we become aware that God could have quite quickly and literally solved all of this, perhaps with some blowout holy light show of fireworks to save us. But years and centuries in the fulfillment of promise take place. Why? Perhaps because God is more interested in our participation with God than in some sweeping one-sided solving. God wants relationship with us. God is more interested in our journey and our transformation, our development as persons, now and for all eternity. As we consider all of this, what do we see about God? We see that, that God is humble. God comes to us as powerless, as an infant, when God could in great power be seen. God is other-centered. God meets our need by not taking into account cost to God. God is patient. God knows our limitations and provide, provides ample opportunities for us. God is not hurried. God refrains from aggressive, powerful outbursts to make things happen fast. God values relating. God's whole paradigm of salvation is rooted in relationship. God is creative and surprising. God comes as a baby and is willing to die for us. God uses the lowly, the peripheral, and the oppressed. David started that way. Mary was sought out that way. And God is powerful. God's plan of salvation is accomplished. In contrast, we see about ourselves that we can be blind of our need for God, our, our need of saving. We can walk with ease around like we are in control or powerful and able to take care of ourselves. And we can be self-centered in contrast to God. We can be so self-centered we don't even notice God to pursue him or respond to him. As we abide in these last hours of Advent, let's find a way to encounter the reality of God's character, the reality of our need, or the extravagant creativity of God as God seeks relationship with us. David and Mary help us. Like David, is there a way as we sit in our daily lives that we are stirred or inclined to initiate with or for God? Or like Mary, is there a way in our present circumstance we may welcome or respond to God? How are we personally, individually, a house for God? Let's not get to Christmas too quickly in our hearts today. 
an awful temptation. We are not trying to hold off the arrival of baby Jesus, but we are trying not to miss the approach. We'll have lots of Christmas to celebrate. But for now, now, in this last bit, bask in it. Terry, ponder, wonder, if only for a few minutes, which is really all it takes if that's all we've got today. And this, this will prepare us for the lights, the sounds, the senses involved in all of the celebration later today. Amen.